Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We have the number one guy who has debunked here on the Dom Giordano Show, alleged climate science, and when these people get together... It's really not about heat, the earth, or whatever. It's about control. It's about the masters of the universe. And one of the stars in Dubai, I think it's a 10-day session there. Private jets all lined up. I wonder if DiCaprio's coming in. Bit overrated. Is John John Kerry. Uh, He is the founder of ClimateDepot.com. Mark Morano joins us here in Philadelphia on Talk Radio 1210. Mark, how have you been? Thanks for joining us. Oh, I'm here in Dubai. Uh, the conference center is going to be shut down tomorrow for a day of rest. So it's actually going to be the most successful day. We should all pray <laughs> that they continue to stay shut down there. Unbelievable. Because this is an insane summit. Largest carbon footprint, largest attendance, most private jets ever. According to uh, the publications coming out now that are monitoring this at the airport, this conference is literally targeting America, and their goal is the collapse of energy, transportation, and food supply. They're coming after us with coal and natural gas. They have a petition of 100 delegates coming after U.S. natural gas. John Kerry is offering to, as a climate potentate, just a, you know some kind of decree that he's going to shut down coal, and you have uh, the uh, Camilla Harris just committed $3 billion to the United Nations Climate Fund. And this is going to go to African nations, to the leaders who are best able to keep their citizens locked in poverty because Africa is not allowed to make the same mistakes, in quotes, that we did uh, in allowing development, wealth, prosperity. The, the, white, the wealthy global elite want to manage poor African nations and keep them in poverty so that they can, uh, you know, keep their carbon footprints small. This is a dangerous place here at this U.N. Climate Summit. There are literally 28 annual meetings since 1995. They just keep meeting and keep churning this crap out. Well, Mark, you have been the greatest chronicler of this, though. Uh, You know, I don't know who to liken you to, the soundtrack of this. Pope Francis sadly couldn't have made it. He just called for the end of all fossil fuels, though from the uh, palatial Vatican. Yeah, I mean, the carbon footprint of the Vatican is huge. He was scheduled to come here. What they're doing 
they're literally, it's a utopian vision of a world. They're literally calling to the end of possibility. It makes no sense engineering, morality-wise, religious-wise, scientifically. It's insane. I mean, they're literally painting this vision that they're going to, they, they want to collapse the middle class. They want us all on universal basic income, and they're going to have government handouts, and they're going to have a ruling class elite that's allowed to travel with no restrictions. The rest of us, we've already seen the beginnings. France has already banned airline flights of two and a half hours or less. The EU is considering flight bans to save the planet. In other words, you're going to be forced to take a car if your plane ride is not long enough because they're saving the planet. We also have the collapse of transportation. They're banning gas-powered cars, and they're doubling down on that. And no one's voted for that, really. It's amazing how we yeah, never Mark, had a Mark, vote well, of comment Let me ask you why, why have you, particularly in a day like this. By the way, I wanted sure. to uh, remind listeners uh, two of your big books, A Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change yes, and Green Fraud, Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think. Let's take it through here. Um, what is it that gives them a leg up, though? You know, I always want to recognize the enemy here to defeat them. What is this secret sauce, though, that allows some of this to go? Is it just the indoctrination in schools? Is it that simple? Well, that's a big part of it, the youth climate movement, kids indoctrinated from kindergarten through college. But I would argue... It's the same thing that the woke culture, how it spreads through corporations, academia, business, and no one stands up to it. So literally for two decades now, you have Republican presidents, George H.W. Bush, all Republican leadership from Mitt Romney to Kevin McCarthy to Mitch McConnell to the John McCain's and George W. Bush. They all accept the premise that the U.N. is sound science and that we need to achieve this net zero goal. So Republicans don't push back on the narrative. And when you have no pushback, every year at these conferences, they get more and more insane. And what's happened, now think back to defund the police. That what we knew was a disaster immediately because the cities went to hell. And you had within a year, Biden saying, assign a refund the police, the San Francisco mayor trying to refund the police now as everything went to hell. Well, with the green agenda, all these were, were pledges for decades, but now we finally reached the point post-COVID lockdown and post-Ukraine and now Israel-Middle East war that all of this matters, and the people are feeling it in energy costs. They're feeling it now in the gas-powered car bans. They're feeling it now with all the farming restrictions they're going after, meat-eating. There's guidance here calling for 90% reduction in meat-eating. This is allowed to continue because no one is pushing back, even the Republican presidential candidates. Other than Vivek Ramaswamy, Donald Trump, and Ron DeSantis, I don't think any other Republicans on that stage, even when there was 10 of them or however many there were, would push back on this agenda. This is what we need. We need to push back hard, and we've lacked that leadership in America. Donald Trump was great, but he didn't go nearly far enough. He pulled us out of the Paris Agreement. What we need the next president to do is say hell no to net zero, hell no to the U.N. climate process. We're pulling out. We're defunding it. We're not, we're not going to do this anymore. It has to happen, and that's what this next election needs to be about. Uh, Mark, uh, electoral success is there, too. Uh, way back when I had geared Wilders on, the guy who just won in the Netherlands, which is very, very progressive and liberal. And apparently a lot of it has something to do with farmers and not being able to farm land and everything is virgin land. Yes, what's happened in the Netherlands is the net zero U.N. Paris Agreement, 
all the leaders around the world signed these agreements. We had President Obama sign it. And the idea was we were going to virtue signal. I'll limit the earth temperature to one, two degrees Celsius. I'll do it to 1.5. They're up there like at a farm auction bidding for how they're going <laughs> to change the earth temperature. Well, we could all laugh. And then what happens? Then they come home and the courts order, we got to cut emissions. We're going to go after the farming sector. In the case of the Netherlands, the farmers form their own political party and they're a force to be reckoned with. They were about to shut down 10,000 plus small family run generational farms with high climate compliance costs and going after high yield agriculture and meat eating. And they're, now they're fighting, they're fighting back. But we, we saw what happened in Sri Lanka. They went this route. They, the peasants overran the presidential palace. John Kerry has announced right before the summit that American agriculture is next in our sights. Bill Gates is the largest farmland owner. Bill Gates is here. Bill Gates has said all the Western world should be eating synthetic meat. And he and Richard Branson have invested billions in lab-grown meat, not the vegetable oh, oil, but lab-grown meat from stem cells from a cow, calf, pig mixed with fetal blood, put in a Petri dish, then a steel vat. No brain, no eyes, no bone structure, an amorphous blob with antibiotics, texture added, and I'm not making this up, printed on a 3D printer, made to look like, uh, you know, like a normal piece of steak when it's processed. So he doesn't want to – Bill Gates, as America's number one farmland owner, has done two things. He's got the FDA to approve lab-grown meat for human consumption for the first time in U.S. history. And if you think about it, what he's doing is he's basically – we don't need farms anymore. They're going to grow food in Bill Gates-funded laboratories. This is the vision of the future that's being presented here. Well, and, and a lot of this, Mark, deep down, a lot of this is about central control. You know, e even aside from the climate, these guys crawl with it. Big question for me, who are the stars there? Is DiCaprio there? No, not, no, not at all. Not this year. The stars so far have been Camilla Harris, King Charles, John Kerry, um, I'm not aware of any like major. Like I've interviewed Harrison Ford at past events here. There's been Leonardo DiCaprio. There's been Jeff Bezos. I haven't seen it or heard of them being here at this conference. This is, I mean, this is a hundred thousand plus people in the largest. Con I've been coming to every one of these conferences since 2002. Hundred thousand registered participants plus. It's more than twice the size of last year's. The biggest they ever had. It's literally the biggest carbon footprint. And why is that? Very simple. Since March of 2020, they can taste success and victory. Because of the COVID lockdowns, the bypassing of democracy, they now want, we just had 200 medical journals right before this conference, urge the World Health Organization to recognize climate change as a public health threat. Joe Biden wants to declare climate change a, pub, a, a climate emergency, which would give them 130 new executive powers. NBC News says it would be similar to COVID emergency powers, which, remember, the most consequential sins of our lives were imposed on us without a single vote. School closures, church closures, work exactly. closures, canceling of weddings, funerals, medical procedures. And that's why the U.N. is so excited. It's that rare, narrow window of opportunity, in the words of the head of the World Economic Forum, in which to impose a great reset. And that means you collapse the existing order and you rebuild it, as it exactly as you said, in a central planning way with top-down control of all aspects of our society. You want to know what I mean? I went to an event yesterday. You can go to Climate Depot. Interviewed the fashion man. I went to, I'm your fashion reporter, all right? I went to the event. <laughs> I a red carpet thing tonight. They were defending the idea that three new pair of clothing per person per year is needed 
in order to meet net zero and save the climate. And this was a report sponsored by Mayor Bloomberg, by Google, by oh IKEA, by corporations. Oh. And they're saying, well, yes, they're, they're like supporting the idea of it. You know, I have the whole report at Climate Depot. This is nuts. And they're coming after airline travel. There's a guidance here. 90% of meat eating is going to be reduced targeting the United States. In Germany, it's coming out to one sausage per month limits uh, under the nutritional guidelines for a country oh, wait like a Germany. Minute. There's going this to be all, in Germany one sausage in Germany. Oh, man, that's not going to go down easily. <laughs> it might be problematic. But we're hey. made, we're, I'm not, this is all documented mainstream sources. The important thing, though, is I'm not citing anonymous sources, secret documents. Yeah. This is all said out loud, in public, for the record. It's uh, stunning. I just want to go back, Harrison Ford. I'm a big fan of his work. What was he like? Was he just caught up in this well-intentioned, uh, you know, and he didn't know what he was doing? Well, no, he's been involved in this for years. He first of all says he found in nature a kind of God. So he gets into the sort of earth spiritual religious aspect, oh, number one. Number two... He has said, we got to put our sleeves up and we're going to get out there. We're gonna... And he goes after climate deniers. He gets very angry. Well, when I interviewed him, 2019 UN Climate Summit in Madrid, he was, they were pushing this whole ban on meat eating. Well, I remembered that he not, and, and also they're pushing their ban on flights. Well, I remembered from about 2010, he bragged that he loved being a pilot so much, he once flew his plane up the coast just to get a cheeseburger. So I actually followed his entourage at the conference. I followed him at the conference, and I asked him, I go, how are you? You say you're against meat eating, and there's limits. Yeah. You said you, you bragged one time, you flew, and you know what his answer was? And he stunned me. It was the best answer he could have given. I'm a vegan now, or I'm a vegetarian. So he got out of it. In other words, he sort of repented. That's his answer. Like, yeah, I was a hypocrite before, but now I'm a vegan, so you can't touch me. And then I didn't get a follow-up because his entourage took him away. But I have that on video on my website. I, I don't know how they let Mark Morano be there in Dubai. I'm shocked that they allow this. There's hope. You must have a beard on, a mustache, and everything else. And we're going to follow all this again. Where do we follow it, Mark? Uh, go to climatedepot.com today. We did a, our own just say no to oil type protest, except ours, and I'll give you a sneak peek. It'll be released in about a day or so. We did uh, no to net zero, stop net zero, and stop meat bans. And we laid down in front of a bus at the conference. You'll see the video, and we had people chasing us. Uh, we did it as a sort of spoof uh, thing of the just say no to oil. So I think it'll be fun when we release this. Uh, and it, this is, you know, I've been actually detained and removed forcibly by armed U.N. climate cops in 2016 at the Marrakesh climate Morocco climate. U.N. Climate Summit. They, were, they actually removed me out in the, I had to wander the desert in Morocco. <laughs> of course, it was only about 100 yards. <laughs> but they banned, they banned me from the U.N. and then I had to apply for reinstatement and et cetera. But, you know, they don't like dissent at these things, as you can imagine. Hey, Mark, thank you so much. Merry Christmas if we don't speak until then. And again, uh, have more fun there. ClimateDepot.com. Mark, thank you. Thank you very much, Tom. I appreciate it. All right, Dan, I told you I knew the guy over the years here in talk radio. Quite a card. What oh, energy. My God. Wow. Oh, God. And he's doing all this stuff here. Who's the worst? The worst is the most dangerous is Gates, though, wanting to dampen the sun. He's working on that. Can you imagine? I told that to <laughs> Rose. Rose said, is that going to affect getting a tan? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, oh, that's hard. it. That's it. Imagine he's flying down the coast to get a cheeseburger. Harrison Ford. Ugh. 
All right, we'd love to get your reaction to that. Don't forget the side question today. What is, in honor of this, well, December 6th, it happened. Time for a Big Mac. Uh, we had the uh, plane disappear over the uh, over Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, that's uh, Harrison Ford coming in. I remember that time he crash-landed, too. Uh, 855, get off my plane. I'm getting a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, Tom. 855. He wants his burger. <laughs> 855-839-1210. That's uh, how you get on board. Coming up, why did Joe Biden tell these donors he's only running because of Trump running and democracy? I'll, I'll give you the explanation. Hey, can, I, can I just say something? Yeah. Did you see the new Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? Yes, we did see it. Yeah, <laughs> They age him down. Yeah. It's kind of odd because he still right. walks very right. uh, gingerly. Yeah. So it's like a young guy walking very gingerly. It doesn't really work. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was bad overall. There was it wasn't a little a bit of bad PC. movie. It just wasn't. Yeah, good. there was a little bit of PC thrown in there. Yeah, but eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. This is a big show today. John Belaris doing the job of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Where else are you going to get that? All right, that's all straight ahead. Talk Radio 1210. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. So the GOP now threatening to hold Hunter Biden in contempt. Well, hold him in contempt. He is contemptible. He is the face of privilege. God, it's just endless cycle with this stuff. Threats don't work. Do it. If he's not following what the um, power of the subpoena, he's not complying with it. Hold him in contempt. Put him in jail for now. He is contemptible, Your Honor. All right, Dan, we're getting some pretty good answers on uh, Twitter, apparently, to the side question today. I'm the arbiter uh, of truth on yeah, all of these, Dom. Yeah. Dom Giordano, your, your thoughts. Uh, David, why did Pope Benedict resign? He wants to know the answer of. Today's side question, what's an unsolved mystery yeah. that they want oh, to answer? Oh, that's a good of? one. I, I think he resigned. Uh, I, I don't know there was any deal or any Vatican stuff there. He just didn't want to be Pope anymore. I don't think it was about the priest scandal or anything. Ill skills. Uh, what really is the Loch Ness monster? Like there have been so yeah, there's so yeah. much there, Dom. Yeah. You got to think there. If, if there's smoke, there might be fire. Is there like a dinosaur living in 
That lock. Why? Why would that be the case? I, I don't want a giant spoil. lizard, or yeah, I don't want to spoil every uh, unproven thing out there. But what happened to Jessica Tate after the final episode of Soap? She was standing before a firing squad, and then they canceled the damn show. <laughs> it's like that's, 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 what happened to Tony Soprano at the end of The Sopranos. It's a great one too. David was the 1985 NBA draft lottery fixed for the Knicks. Uh, I don't. Th- one reason I, I always am against they fixed it. Not that they wouldn't want to. Too hard to do. You'll get caught. I come back to that with just about everything. You can't do it. You're going to get caught. Hassan and Sober getting really deep today. Yeah. Uh, what happens after death? Uh, that would be a winner. Yes. And, and finally, a, what might be is, a winner? How can you beat that? Yeah. The international man of mystery. Uh, well, it's about that. Uh, Marcus writes in, who really is Joe from Exton? Yeah, well, I think, we all, I think we all wonder who really you know, is. You know, we do, uh, talking to Greg and a lot of events on the drawing boards in 2024 due to the election. But, I mean, I, I would pay to send a limo to bring Joe of Exton down ah, to this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody wants to see. If he shows up with an ascot, that's it. He's got to have a smoking jacket. Yeah, smoking jacket. Smoking yes. jacket with yes. the ascot. Yes. Top nice, hat. Yeah, yeah, top hat, a pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Cross legs the entire time. And, we can bring uh, a fireplace to put next to him. The collected works of William Shakespeare, an old Greek probably. Sitting on his lap. Yeah, right, on his lap. Across his lap, yeah. All right, so uh, that's the side question. Jump in now at 855-839-1210. Mark Morano was particularly uh, good today. Uh, I see a story here. The Washington Free Beacon says only 4% of colleges have issued a statement condemning the Hamas savagery of October 7th. They issue statements on everything. Maybe the most moving stuff yesterday with these college presidents, they made the point again and again and again. These people are going around calling for the extermination of Jews in Israel. If you said that on your campus about any number of racial groups, African Americans, you mean to say there wouldn't be consequences for that? They have several times, does that constitute something actionable, rallies calling for genocide, even with faculty members. Is that just freedom of speech? Sure, they have freedom of speech to say it, but should the university be associated with that? It's a pretty obvious thing. And the Penn uh, president particularly looks overmatched. I Biden saying to donors, I have to run because Trump uh, is running. And democracy's on the I really don't want to do it. Here's what's behind that. He went through a whole preamble before he said it, talking about what it would be like if Trump ran. And he said, I don't even know if I'd be doing it if Trump weren't so close and going to run. It's Biden trying to cover his tracks. He shouldn't be running. He knows that the odds are he wouldn't last another term. He doesn't know what he's doing at this point. So this is all an attempt to spin it. And several strategists are making the point the Democrats don't have anybody else that would beat Donald Trump. Now, I got to tell you, I, I think uh, Gavin Newsom showed last week he would be better than Joe Biden. I don't know where they get that Biden. They still believe that Americans look at Biden and they're reassured. They think he's moderate, steady at the helm and all. My God, is Joe Biden the best that they have? On the way out, I don't even think Joe thinks he's the best that they have because uh, this. Well, is, who is? Is it Newsom? I'll take a listen. This is uh, yeah. after the press yeah, conference. Okay. Joe's on his way out. Do you think there are any Democrats who could beat Donald Trump other than you? Probably fifty of them. You do believe that there are? I'm not the only one to beat him, but I will defeat him. Who else do you think could defeat Donald Trump as the president? He walks out. Yeah. 
Well, uh, Newsom, uh, Kamala Harris would not. I mean, Newsom would be a better shot for them. Um, not hey, a what deep would bench. be the split between Trump and Newsom, though? Like 60-40, you think? What do you mean 60-40? Like if they ran against each other in a general election. Oh, I think it'd be relatively close. Yeah? Yeah, I, I mean, I just think that um, there's such hatred on the one. There's such polarity with Trump. And Newsom is cognizant, at least. Doesn't have any record to stand on and all that. But he went into hostile territory and he did okay. Uh, who else out there would be better than Biden? And probably the sad thing for Democrats is he's the best they have the persona of people connecting with him. Extreme Republicans are playing chicken with our national security, holding Ukraine's funding hostage to their extreme partisan border policies. How many times can you say extreme? I, I take that back. Is he the best they have? Wow. <laughs> it is it is just hard to imagine this, how bad this is. By the way, our buddies over at Trafalgar, Dan, and I'll tell you why I think this is important. They show in an Iowa poll now that DeSantis has climbed about four points in the last eight to 10 days. Now, DeSantis is not going to beat Trump in Iowa, but I want DeSantis to come in second in Iowa. You know why? As a backup just in case God knows with Trump and how all this plays out as the uh, nominee and that it's not Nikki Haley that the world is pushing for. But um, President Trump, I think, is going to win Iowa, but it may not be as massive as it was, say, a couple of weeks ago, that what DeSantis is doing there and the people supporting him, it's having it's having some degree of impact. And I, I trust Trafalgar. In other words, I think DeSantis is moving up in Iowa. I'd say if I called it, Trump beats him by anywhere from 15 to 20 points. That's a win for DeSantis to stay alive. Tonight's debate, I just wish it were only DeSantis and Nikki Haley. But no, Christy, Vivek are going to be in there too. Megyn Kelly, though, is very good at this. And uh, there are a couple of other people who are the panelists that I think are going to be good. Here's a question we always ask, and I know people are, you know, basically it's chic, Dan, to say, no, I'm not going to watch. I don't care about these people. I think there are other things at stake here. As I just said, I want to say in this to be the backup in the end here. Not that I see a scenario where Trump can't be the nominee, but God knows with all that's going on. All right, 855 839 a couple pieces of audio real quick, Tom. Yes. Uh, here's a... Let him win. Reporters later asked Biden Sorry, whether he the, would be running if Trump saying, or not. Yeah. I, I expect so, but look, he, he is running, and I just I have to run. Doesn't really sound like he wants to, but I. Oh, uh, this is of course he does, and so does she. They live for this. They uh, don't want to give this up. And then also, uh, he doubled down again on the hunter. We mentioned it earlier, yeah. but here's the audio of that. Biden on Ukraine and also China. Uh, there is polling by the Associated Press that shows that almost seventy percent of Americans, including forty percent of Democrats believe that you acted either illegally or unethically in regards to your family's business interests. Can you explain to the Americans, uh, to Americans admit this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment that I did not, and it's just a bunch of lies. You didn't interact with many of their business associates? I did not. There's lies. Oh, God. All right, so... uh, 
heck of a 2024 we're looking forward to. 855-839-1210. Hey, by the way, don't forget to vote at Dom Show 1210. Who is our local person of the year? Nationally, I say it's Elon Musk. Of course, time to sell more. And Dan, it's going to be interesting. I think, do you think there will be a significant uh, sell for time with Taylor Swift on the cover? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, well, yeah. then she really does have she's power. She's a person of the year, Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. Her Swifties are going to frame the crap out of that thing. Put right. on their teenage bedroom walls. If, and... if that's the case, she really does have power. If you're going to see people buying Time, that even know what the heck Time magazine is. I don't think the fans of Hollywood Strikers of America are going to buy and frame it and put it on their no, teenage that's uh, true. bedroom walls. That's you know? true. And if it were Elon Musk, not. But Elon yeah. Musk, uh, I think, should be the person of the year. It's consequential, the stuff that he's involved in. She's not... I say but, teenage, but I, I'm sure there are 40-year-old women with pictures of Taylor Swift on their bedroom walls. At yeah, this time. well, I'm going to be watching to see if time sale. I don't even know if they're on the newsstand anymore. I thought it was only online, but apparently it's not. This is a special issue. Uh, I see as the person of the year locally here, Scott Presler is leading. But Cheryl Parker doing very well. Vote and uh, tell me why you're voting. All right, uh, coming up a little bit more on uh, prosecutors yesterday going after Trump around this issue of false election claims. They're trying to prove he knew exactly what he was doing on January 6th. It's going to be impossible to prove that. Whatever his motivation was, getting inside his mind, really? Are you going to be able to prove that before a jury? Jack Smith and the prosecutors. Here's the path they're going. The special counsel prosecuting Trump for interference in the 2020 election is signaling it wants to use Trump's false claims about election fraud dating back a decade to demonstrate his motive, intent, and plan to cling to power. In the court filing, prosecutors said Trump had a record of refusing to honor the peaceful transfer of power even before he ran for president. Um, And they have some kind of uh, inside person. They also talk about uh, Trump and his people Uh, saying to flood Detroit, and there was trouble there, counting the votes. This uh, evidence is admissible to demonstrate that the defendant, his co-conspirators and agents had knowledge that the defendant had lost the election, as well as their intent and motive to obstruct and overturn the legitimate results. This is going to be next to impossible, if not impossible, to prove, particularly with Trump, you know, he speaks in, in, in things that are never very specific. It's just a natural style. He's not even obstructing anything. But this uh, this is going to be the tactic. Also, you should know that now we have the uh, woman, Willis, the prosecutor in Atlanta, Jim Jordan yesterday, showing evidence she's conspiring with the January 6th committee to get information from them on Trump. And this is crossing over a lot of lines. The way people are going to look at this, as they are now, they're piling on. They're going after him. It's just political. The more they do, less is more here. The more they do, the more it looks to just be political. Trump's going to continue to say, they're coming after me because I stand up for you. And that's one of the major reasons for this popularity. And I don't see anybody on the Republican side being able to break through because of this. And I think they're smart not to be attacking Trump. You attack him, even if you win, how are you going to go back and build up that base? So tonight, what you're going to see, I think, is Haley 
and DeSantis try to take each other out as the alternative to Trump. And uh, I think DeSantis is going to settle this with uh, Nikki Haley tonight. At least I'm hoping he does that. Pretty good moderators like Megyn Kelly, I think, should be good at this. And uh, it's on News Nation and CW. Not exactly high voltage tonight. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. Let's go to uh, Joanna in Gloucester Township. Hey, Joanna, afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Don and Dan. And uh, in case I don't get on again, I wish you both a uh, wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Joanna, thank you. Same to you and your family. Thank you. Um, Before I give you my unsolved mystery, I just want to do a really quick comment about the the Biden thing. I really think the Democrats have put themselves in a box to stay with Biden because of the Kamala Harris problem. If they swap him out, what do they do with her? Oh, yeah, you're not getting past her. I don't care what Newsom thinks. There is no way. There's only one person in America Democrats will allow that for. Michelle Obama. If it's Michelle Obama, they'll find a way to get rid of Kamala Harris. <laughs> okay, my unsolved mystery. Um, I really like the one that was on Twitter about what happens after death, but I'm going the other way. Uh, to me, the unsolved mystery is how did life begin? Is it the creation of Adam and Eve, or is it evolution? Ah, very nice. A lot of All good. right, a lot of good apples there, yes. All right, so we'll uh, put that down. That is a good, this coming off today, or around this time, 1945, this plane disappears uh, near Bermuda, over the Bermuda Triangle. A lot of uh, stuff uh, with that. By the way, uh, I don't know if we have that cut here, Dan. Um, RFK Jr. was on with Jesse, I guess, last night. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was on with Jesse. Listen to this. Um, You see the baggage build up. Uh, Let me give him credit, though. Uh, RFK has a column today with somebody else. I think it was on New- yeah, it's on Newsweek. And Dan, in there, he addresses the so-called gig economy. It's stunning how many people are essentially independent contractors. In other words, they're, they're working their own thing, uh, even though they're not fully self-employed. And he talks about some of the disadvantages for people. That are, but he's very knowledgeable. Biden and Trump in a debate or whatever, they wouldn't even know what we're talking about here. So I get the appeal of Kennedy on one hand. But then we have the baggage. What do we have so far of the baggage of Kennedy? Well, the reparation support. Every time his name comes up, people mention that again. Here's a little bit more baggage. Here is Robert Kennedy Jr. talking with Jesse last night about, well, wait a minute. Did you go to the Epstein Islands? And, well, that you know, would mean that if you were president, then you'd have to fire the director because this guy is politicized the bejesus out of the bureau. You weren't ever on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you? Yeah, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times. I was on it uh, in 1993, and I was on it in, and I went to Florida with my wife and uh, two children. To visit my mom over Easter. Um, my my wife had some kind of relationship with Glenn Maxwell, and 
they offered us a ride to Palm Beach. So I went then, and then on Mine another occasion, I flew again with my family, okay. with, okay. I think, four of my children, and... Um, and uh, and Mary, my wife, to Rapid City, South Dakota, to go fossil hunting for a weekend. And uh, but other otherwise, I was I was never on his jet alone. I you know I've been very open about this from the beginning. This was in '93, so it was 30 years ago. It was before anybody knew about Jeffrey Epstein's, uh, you know, his nefarious issues. And I agree with you that these, all of this information should be released. Um, and we, we should get real answers on what happened to Jeffrey Epstein and any of the high-level political people that he was uh, involved with. All of that should be open to the public. It should be absolutely transparent. And, you know, I don't see why any of those records would have any redactions in them. Why would we be hiding that from the American public? Well, you I think might that's not even outrageous. Get All right. I, I agree with you in the end there. Pretty good answer from him. Seems to be transparent, if true. You know they're looking for something to stop it. I'm talking about the Biden like, people. Here. Why yeah. is there such a shadow of mystery over this still? I, I, I don't know. What, over Epstein? Yeah. Well, if you're aboard the Epstein plane by yourself, it's obvious. I mean. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we all know it's because elites want to cover this crap up, right? Right, but I mean, Kennedy is what I'm talking about now and the politics of this. Well, yeah, the politics take, of it yeah, doesn't yeah. help at all. But I, yeah. I, I think the most beneficial thing for him to do is to come out, be honest about it up front. Seems to be there. Offers justification yeah. instead of it coming out and uh, leaking that he wrote. Right, know. if it's with his family, I can buy that. As long as there's records of that, we don't see something else. Because he's the force. I said it when he announces an independent. This is the thing that's going to decide the election. And I still stand by that. Did you also cringe when he said that they brought his two kids onto his plane, though? Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like, did, oh. you know, the, even then, you know, the rumors, the yeah. what were you thinking here? They're running a strange program, y'all. It's stand time. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody sick. With Dom. That's right. It's that time of the afternoon that producer Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time with Dom. Wow, I said that weird. Sorry about that, Dom. Dom Giordano program. There it is. And Dom, today I am psyched because he is back. Godzilla is back in the news, man. 1954 goes all the way back to that big kaiju, the uh, the uh, big, big lizard, uh, scary lizard wrecking havoc on Tokyo, Godzilla. Uh, this past weekend, Dom, uh, Japan's uh, Godzilla Minus One. It's a Japanese film. It made its way over to U.S. box office. It's actually number three in the box office right now. It's being hailed as possibly the best Godzilla film of all time. I gotta ask, Dom, have you ever been into this kind of form of media? No, no, the whole, the, oh. a, a lot of the over, uh, st- uh, over, overkill of uh, Chinese, Japanese films. Anime? Never yeah. anime for you? No, all those things. Nope. I can never get an anime, but I, I have a very soft spot in my heart for kaiju films. These big monsters wrecking havoc on cities. I don't know why... They- uh, maybe something. Never mind. Not going to go into Philadelphia there. Uh, but it had the biggest U.S. debut ever for a Japanese ever film. This uh, new Godzilla. It's grossed uh, thirty-five million dollars worldwide. And on Sunday, uh, Warner Brothers released their trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong, the next in that series. It's the fifth installment in Hollywood's two billion dollar monsterverse, uh, which expanded to television last month with the new Apple Plus series. Uh, but according to uh, The Verge, uh, we can't get enough Godzilla. 
because it traditionally represents a crisis humanity is facing at that moment, like bureaucratic failings or the fear, fear of nuclear war, and there are a lot of those to go around right now, and that's why Godzilla is allegedly striking a chord. Would you agree with that sentiment at yeah, all? Yeah, that's what the transfer is. Yeah, as long as you don't go too far. It's like yesterday we were talking about that book, uh, and uh, we who do we we had on somebody talking about the book was about a haunted house. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, Brian in Northeast called in and said his daughter had to read it, and the, the haunted house really was about white supremacy. Yeah, too much transfer. It's a horror film. That's why people are going. Well, you don't know, think these corny, you know, uh, films no. with these? No, I don't think giant lizards are them. have political undertones. Uh, maybe they try to, but I think the, we know the audience for these young men. Well, we see what happens when they try to force political undertones. The Marvels right. closing their box exactly. office run it's as the lowest do. in history, the lowest box office gross in history for the Marvel Cinematic yeah, it's Universe. It's got to be with a wink, a smile. Oh, did we do a little something there? He hits people over the head. They don't like it. In this one thing that. It kind of hits you over the head with the politics of it, but I, I think a lot of uh, you know conservatives can agree with the politics of it. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant is now available on Prime. It's a mm. 2023 film, and it tells the story. It's a fictionalized story of a uh, Afghan veteran uh, who loses his squadron, but is left with just his interpreter. And he and his interpreter get into a skirmish, not with each other, but with uh, the Taliban. And uh, on the verge of losing his life, the uh, the soldier is saved by his interpreter, and he, uh, the interpreter drags him all the way back to camp. And it's just a story of a brotherhood, a covenant, a bond mm-hmm. between a soldier and an Afghani interpreter, and absolutely beautiful. And I, what the message is is, you know, Biden not doing a great job uh, to kind of recover, especially after the pullout of Afghanistan. You know, leaving a lot mm-hmm. of people behind that helped Americans, you know, do their jobs overseas in the Yeah, I, that still has a lot of political legs. People are not going to forget about that. And finally, Dom, I just want your opinion on this because the, uh, the it's moving. On Tuesday, NCAA right. President Charlie Baker proposed a plan to create a new tier within Division One college athletics that will uh, allow colleges to essentially pay players directly. Mm-hmm. I, would, I, would ha- I would have two different legs. One, you can't do the nonsense they're doing now, even a little bit. And two, you can pay them whatever you want. My, and then I want these colleges to make a choice. Which one do they want to be in? Like my brother, he played D1 football, and he right. played at UConn, and it was it, from 6 a.m. until 9 p.m. The guy right. just lived and breathed football. If it wasn't classes, it was football. So I feel like they, they do deserve some kind of pay. It's just I, I don't know what kind of parity, and I know you hate that word, but right. what kind of fairness it's going to create for smaller schools well, going up against you, like Alabama and such. You, you ought to have schools, Dan, that are saying, we really want uh, scholar-athletes, and the others, we just want – Pro athletes. I heard a guy the other day that she'll, you know, I won't say where, when, whatever. But you think somebody graduating what is a quote big time college, meaning Ivy League level, not Ivy League, but a level like that, should every sentence be grammatically incorrect and no? How does that happen? Well, they just want them to play football. Just to cover all of this uh, aspect, that Baker proposal, it was pretty much what you're saying, a new tier of the highest resources, right. colleges, universities, Big Ten, Big 12, SEC, ACC, uh, having their own kind of subdivision for those schools, and that would alleviate the headaches about transfer limits, scholarships, NIL rules for the other schools. So kind of creating a division for those big-time schools to pay athletes to come play for them. That's all I got for Dan time today, Dom. All right, coming up, Ralph Cipriano, who yesterday got Larry Krasner crazed. On this whole sad killing, I just don't think there's enough media coverage. This guy who was killed working two jobs, just stabbed because of the policies. This guy had 20 arrests, probations, and everything else. He should have been locked away for years. This is what he did. 
And Josh Shapiro goes to Goldie's today, just saw it, condemns that demonstration. He also condemns the university presidents yesterday. I'm fine with all that. How does he endorse then the Working Families Party, who are connected to the Democrat socialists, who are anti-Semites, among other things? Does the media point that out? No, it takes John Belaris and uh, Ralph Cipriano, who's next. He's the guy in the ring each week. It's like a Borscht Belt show with Larry Krasner. All that straight ahead here on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.